I've lost all control of everything. This is what it's like being inside my brain. Welcome to the inside of Jody's brain. In a little podcast we like to call Adventures in Jody Sitting. She's sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jody sitting in your car. It starts right now. Oh, there you are. Hey, it's me, Jody. I'm doing the sitting part of Adventures in Jody Sitting, but I'm sitting in my home. While it snows outside on December 1st, I have a whole boatload of Christmas movies lined up. Tom's not here, which means I can watch whatever I want. And that probably means at least one version of A Christmas Carol, because it's December now. And it's snowing, so if that doesn't scream Christmas, I don't know what does. I don't think anything actually does scream Christmas, and if it did, it would be terrifying. Oh, my first day back to school since the Thanksgiving break? It's not really a Thanksgiving break, is it? Did I say school? My first day back to work. Well, no, that's not accurate either. Okay, so it's my first day driving back into the office since before Thanksgiving. Is that, that's accurate? That was a long way to go for a very small piece of information. We have had approximately two feet of snow since Thanksgiving. Um, I shoveled and snow blew it all myself, making me the king. Here's an interesting thing. So I had to go out three times. Monday, I did the whole driveway, but it was still snowing. I didn't, I didn't. I cleaned off my car, but I didn't move my car to get the snow that I had taken off the car. If you're not from a snow area, the the part under your car doesn't have any snow on it because it's all on your car. So when you push and pull it off of your vehicle, you add, you know, all of the snow that was on the car to the driveway total. So I didn't move the car to clear all of that out. And it continued to snow. Fun. So Tuesday morning, I had to go back out, but I only have time between meetings because I overslept a little bit on Tuesday. So I did the driveway, most of the driveway, and then I had to go back out, clear off the car again, another foot of snow off the car. I looked at my Fitbit after I did all of that. And in the course of two days, apparently I walked five miles clearing my driveway. (laughs) Literally five miles over two days, just walking up and down the driveway, you know, in and out of the backyard, whatever I was doing, I, I did a lot of steps. Yesterday, specifically, because I went out twice. I I walked about three miles yesterday, 7,000 steps, they said, which is fascinating. So I think um, going forward, my new workout routine is going to be walking up and down my driveway. It didn't occur to me that I could get that kind of distance just wandering around my yard, but I could use a three-mile walk, so 
feels, you know, I like this whole self-contained nature of the thing. I could expand where I'm walking and kind of do a loop around the backyard and then down and up and down the driveway a couple of times and then loop around the backyard. I just, you know, it opens a whole lot of other possibilities. I want to say for the record, I do not want more snow. I don't want more snow to come into play. I don't like shoveling. I don't like having to manhandle a snowblower because my driveway is kind of rutted. So there are parts where it's a little difficult. I would just, I would rather just, you know, go for a nice walk, put my coat on and my boots and stomp around the yard. So the two feet of snow are gone from the surfaces and I'm on my way to work. For some reason, I could have worked from home, but I've been home since th this today would be starting week two of being in my house. And I decided that's a little too much being in my house for one person, especially because it's just one person. So it's me and the birds and the squirrels at my house and the birds and the, the birds are very entertaining squirrels. I have a love-hate relationship with the squirrels. It's mostly hate. There's a little, little, little bit of love. But I'm working on it. I'm working on my acceptance of them. I'm working on loving the unlovable. <laughs> I'll let you know how I do. I haven't killed any of them. I realize it's illegal, but I haven't done it anyway. Um, you know, so I've got that going for me and they have that going for them. This year for Thanksgiving, my mom had presents for us. She just little things that she'd picked up. I assume she'd found some appropriate things for some of the people in attendance and then said, oh, well, I guess I have to find something else for everybody else. Um, I can't prove that for sure. I actually don't even remember what everybody else got. I remember what I got and I know what Tom got um, and I think the, the kids all got cash, which is their favorite thing. Actually, it's, it's my favorite thing, too. <laughs> but my sister and I both got the same item, which was a... I don't know how to describe this. Um, it was a... It was an olive spoon. It was an olive spoon that had a pickle fork embedded in it. I'm not doing a good job describing this item, but it's a really unusual item. But this is multi-use because it's an olive spoon and a tiny pickle fork. It's, it's more, it's got two points. It's not really a fork. Do you have to have more than two points on something for it to be technically a fork? I don't know if a fork has to have a specific, if a fork has a specific definition. And if it doesn't meet that definition, we have to call it, is it a spear? It has two points, but it doesn't have three. It doesn't feel like a fork. What would you call a fork that only has two tines on it? Does that make it something else? This is when Tom needs to be in the car because he would tell me his opinion on it and I would disagree with him because that's our relationship. But I don't actually know. So I'm going to say, I'm going to call it a fork, but... I acknowledge that it may not meet the legal requirements to be called a fork. 
I there isn't anything I can do about that. It may have even said fork on the package. I've thrown the package away. I can't verify. Maybe my sister still has hers. So it's also not really a spoon. <laughs> so my mom got us this spoon and fork that aren't a spoon or a fork. It's more of a little tiny scoop. I know it's not a spoon because it has drainage holes in it. And if it was a true spoon, it, it, it can't have holes in it. Well, I guess there are slotted spoons. Huh. Got to rethink the definition of spoon now, don't I? It, it's, it's a weirdly shaped little cup type spoon-like thing that I guess you can put into a, an olive jar and scoop up a single olive. And then the fluid drips out of the little holes in the bottom. I love olives. My first reaction was, this is awesome. Olive-based kitchen tools. It's so me. I love green olives. Then I started to think, this is way too small because I can only take out one at a time. And a single serving of olives for me is like seven or eight, maybe. That means I have to do seven or eight scoops. And if I just get one of the big spoons that I have, like one of my big tablespoons, I can get maybe four of them at a time. So I only have to scoop twice. But I wouldn't say that to my mom because it is a very thoughtful gift. She probably was concerned at how I didn't have a tool for extracting olives from the jar. And, you know, I was left to just kind of go crazy, you know, unsupervised as I was. Plus this, and I guess you could use it if you had a crudite plate or a charcuterie and you needed to pick up a single olive. <laughs> I don't know who needs to do that. You could also use the, you could also use the pickle fork, the pickle spear, but no, that's, that's an actual thing. So we can't call it that now, can we? The picture on the package was them spearing one of those little gherkins, jerkins. Ugh, I, I try so hard to sound intelligent and then I get stumped by a word that I start to think I might not have ever heard this spoken out loud before. I've seen it written a million times. Not sure, I'm trying to think, have I seen a pickle commercial where they say the word? Gherkin, jerkin. I, honest to Pete, don't know. Don't know. I'm going to pick one. Hope it doesn't fingernail on the blackboard, you. Gherkins, there's the little tiny baby pickles. That's what the picture on the package has them using the pickle spear fork for. But I could use that for an olive just as easily. Although olives are wily fellows. And sometimes they try to escape a fork. So I have this tool now and I guess I have to throw a party or something so that people can use my new olive spoon. Or someone could invite me to a party and I will provide olives <laughs> and a spoon for scooping them one at a time. But it can't be those giant olives, the jumbos because I don't think they'd fit in it. We're gonna have to do an experiment, Tom. 
We have to go buy some very, very large olives and see if we can pick them up. This is like a gimme challenge, quite frankly. Like, give me all your olives. <laughs> uh, I just made that up. <laughs> can you tell I'm exhausted? I'll bet you could. <laughs> Haven't been sleeping well for the past week because I have some severe back problems that shoveling and snow blowing didn't help. And right now, I may go to bed at 8 o'clock tonight. Let me just put it that way. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys previously. Previously, on Adventures in Jody Sitting. In the past week and a half we have received almost 30 inches of snow because it snowed again overnight enough that Tom went out with the snowblower because it's that really wet heavy stuff that you can kind of do the driveway but not the end of the street where the plow dumped everything I don't think we're at 30 inches yet. I'm guessing we're closer to 28 inches. As if that makes a huge difference. It isn't even winter yet. We have 30 inches of snow in a week and a half. And it's still autumn. Who do I call? This does not bode well for the rest of the winter. Could one of my old farmer's almanac peeps um, let me know what they say for New England for this winter? Like, what what was the OFA prediction for winter weather? Was it warmer than normal? Normal? Colder than normal? More, what would we call this? Higher levels of higher amounts of snow than I don't know what the options are it's been forever my dad used to buy it he I don't think he does anymore I suppose I could call him I think he used to buy it well first of all because it had some pretty interesting stuff in it if you are into data <laughs> you know here here's every here's the planting tables for 20, no, it wasn't 20, probably 1972. Uh, here are the moon phases for the year. Here are the, here's the tide chart for the year. And then it would break down, like, weather predictions for the entire year, which is a, a level of crazy we should probably discuss, but won't. I should probably look for an article on the accuracy of old farmers almanac weather predictions for the year i don't know what they're using historical data i i guess in the end if the old farmers almanac gets it wrong like they predicted a warmer than usual dry winter and it was the opposite of that which so far it's like i said it's not even winter so that's one thing but it appears to be wetter than usual because we also had pouring rain for two days. The only reason that's not another three feet of snow is because it was too warm. But it very easily could have been a ton of snow. Um, how 
what what happens? Nothing. I mean, who who's gonna say, hey, old farmer's almanac, you were wrong? I don't think there's any specific accountability, and maybe they're like fortune tellers. As long as they don't predict weird thing, oh, plague of frogs, and daily tornadoes in the month of June. As long as they're not doing any extreme weather predictions. I guess most people would just think, yeah, well, close enough. Not a problem. Uh, I could create my own almanac and make any weather predictions I wanted. Now, I don't know that people would buy the Jody Almanac. They might. Some of you might. I'm. It, it's possible that I would sell a couple. Would you trust my predictions? I'll, I'd say no, for the most part. I don't even know if I would trust them. I don't know what they would be based on. I threw away the Ouija board. I think, did we own a Ouija board? We'll just go with the visual. I, it's, it feels easy for me to say, or maybe to rely on, you know, local weather forecasts and then just sort of crib their stuff. I don't know what, I don't know... Is there is there a guy with is there a guy with a divining rod but for weather in the office when he like licks his finger and holds it up in the air by the way I don't what is that supposed to do we see that in cartoons a lot I'll lick my finger and hold it up in the air I guess the purpose of that is so that I can better feel what from what direction the wind is coming because that's a wind indicator thing, right? Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, oh, it's coming from the south-southwest. So that guy's in the office, licking his finger and sticking it in the air, and then putting his head back down and writing some more in his notebook, and then doing the finger thing again. And, and he's... He's maybe got a VR helmet on these days so he can pretend he's in California when he's doing it. But really, he's just doing it in his office in New Hampshire. And I've driven past... Oh, no, that was Yankee Magazine. I don't actually... Are they in Vermont? Who's... Are I, for whatever reason, feel like the Old Farmer's Almanac comes out of either Vermont or Maine. Because that's where all the best old farmers are stored. We, we keep them in Maine and Vermont. None of your pesky new states. The old original six are, the, are where it's at. But even then, only two of them. Connecticut and Rhode Island are too newfangled for this whole conversation. They're just off the hook because, you know... They're too new and fancy, so it's not going to be one of them. It The real old farmers, Vermont, definitely Vermont, definitely Maine. Massachusetts has potential, but isn't quite pulling it off. New Hampshire definitely has some towns in the running. The best and oldest farmers the choicest farmers for all your farmer needs Vermont and New Hampshire so then I'm going to have to ask Siri where all of the 
where the magazine is published out of. There's got to be something on Wikipedia about how they make their predictions, right? I suppose they have access to some of the same data everybody else does. But I'm guessing we th- the thing that throws them all off is global warming. Which is a thing. But it's changing everything. And it's making the Old Farmer's Almanac inaccurate. And we should probably do something about it simply to correct that. I don't think we should be going through life with bad intel from the old farmers of America. I'll see what I can do about it. I, I don't know if I can promise anything for 2020, specifically because the magazine was published months ago. It is out on store shelves. And the funny thing is, in the minute I think about it and what it looks like, because they have the same cover that they've had for like a hundred years, I should probably stop somewhere and buy one. I wonder if I went to the convenience store and asked if they had any, what they would think. No, ma'am, we carry wine, but we don't carry that because really you have a phone now and, and you can look things up. Sure, I can look things up, but I'm not going to have a recipe for making candles out of my own urine, am I? <laughs> I don't know that that that. <laughs> oh, craft time! Oh, I know some of you are excited to open your Christmas presents this year. Why did I say that? Oh my God. Alright, so that's probably not a thing that you can find in that magazine. I I don't want them suing me. I don't want them even reaching out to me. I don't want to hear from you. Okay, if you're going to not yell at me for saying that you had an article on making candles out of your own urine, forgive me for trying to be funny and we'll all move on, but... I guess if one of you does does know something, I, I might have questions for you. So, you know, you could reach out. I say that a lot on this podcast. Hey, somebody let me know what you think or blah, blah, blah. I never hear from any of you. You never call. You never write. Just don't eat. You know what? Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about me. I'll be fine. I don't need to hear from you. It's more than enough for me to know that you're out there staring off into space, listening to me and wondering when I'm going to stop talking. Let me just tell you this. I'm going to stop talking right now. Oh, craft time. Super cool.